Hey everybody, Caleb here. Um, what you're about to listen to is our 200th episode of TCR. Isn't that exciting? Um, you won't know <laughs> based on the energy um, in the episode. Um, kind of a subdued episode uh, for a lot of reasons. I think that um, Suspiria, which is the movie we're talking about tonight, um, it's really hard to talk about. Like it's it's a visual experience, and we and we go into that in in detail on the show, but. Um, the other thing is just that, um, and it's been kind of chronicled on this podcast in the past in the archives, <laughs> uh, check them out, um, that I suffer, um, from extreme anxiety and, um, depression. And so that manifests itself in a lot of ways. And sometimes I just don't have the energy or the, you know, I just can't get it, um, going. So, uh, I had a really rough day on the day we recorded this, um, but I recorded the episode anyway, and it just kind of comes off not not one of our better episodes, which is unfortunate because um, Suspiria is a really wonderful movie, and I, and I don't feel like we did it enough justice, so maybe, you know, we'll, we'll revisit it maybe at some point or do like a commentary or something, I don't know. Point is, you should watch Suspiria. Um, we do have a little bit of fun in the episode, but I just kind of felt guilty that it's um not one of our best and I, I feel mostly responsible for that um so all that being said but I do have something neat um if you guys have been listening to us for a while you know that we um have a dear friend named Dennis um that we've known for years and we and we talk about him often and the joke is always like ah, everybody knows Dennis well um he lives in, well, I'll just, I'll just read it to you. We got an email, see, carpentryandspot at gmail.com. This could have been you, people. Uh, we got an email, and it's from Dennis, the very famous Dennis. And um, so I'm going to read it here on the show because it was really wonderful, and it made my day when it came in. So, And I think it's a nice way to start the show that is pretty rocky. Um, <laughs> but this, is, I think, is good. So, Dear Nobodies. Did I hear that you're on episode 200? Holy shit, that's spectacular. I've been meaning to write you guys an email for a while. I miss the crap out of y'all. For about the last six months, I've been driving tractor trailers for FedEx here in Dallas, and you guys have brought me a lot of joy while I listen to you on the road. I'm sure there's been times people have thought, man, that dude must really love driving trucks because he has a big goofy smile right now. But they have no idea that I'm just listening to my old pals shoot the shit and talk about movies. Uh, I didn't even start listening until I started this job, and I punched myself in the head for not listening way sooner. Well, unnecessary, Dennis. I've got a nice backlog of content I can go through, so that's awesome. I listened through the entire John Carpenter series, thank you, and loved it before skipping around to pick out episodes of specific movies y'all covered that I liked, and now I keep up to date every week when a new episode comes out. I've read this before. I didn't even remember him saying that last part. This guy's current. That's amazing. So when he hears this this week, hello, Dennis. I love you. <laughs> uh, here's some rants and recommends that I have for you. So these are Dennis's rants recommends. Uh, check out some music by a guy named Powell Blazak. I know I didn't spell that right. Specifically, his work for a game called Dying Light, which I've definitely heard of. The soundtrack is on Spotify. He's got some great Carpenter vibes going on. So there you go, folks. Also, my wife and I have been watching the show Ted Lasso on Apple TV. That's a regular recommends of mine um, that Dennis is also recommending here. 
It's a funny show that has a lot of heart. Jason Sudeikis is so good at what he does in that show. I completely agree. I've been preaching Ted Lasso for a while now. So um, listen to Dennis. He knows what he's talking about. Thanks for keeping up with the Carpenter rants and bringing me some good laughs. I miss you guys a lot. Keep up with all the classic demonology and keep on ranting. Classic demonology reference. One of my favorite episodes, if you don't know it, it's called Classic Demonology in the archives. It is a poltergeist feature commentary. You're going to want to hear it. Um, it's one of my favorites of all time. Um, your pal, Dennis. P.S. Caleb, I agree that the ending to Stephen King's The Mist was like a wet fart, which I said recently. Uh, the movie was mostly spot on with the book, except that the main character cheats on his wife, WTF. He apparently didn't care about her as much as King was trying to make it seem. Yeah, there's... We always get into the Stephen King thing, but his, his stuff's just so horny, and the dudes are always just like, I can get any chick I want. And it's, The sexual stuff with Stephen King is always extremely cringy to me. I don't know anyone else feels that way uh, i'm pretty sure that didn't happen in the movie and the ending of the movie was so much better well dennis i completely agree and thank you for writing in um i'm going to reply to your email in detail but i wanted to give you a shout out at the beginning of the episode because i know you're in a truck right now somewhere listening to it and i love you bud and we all miss you and i hope that we'll see you again soon it's been way too long all right so there you go nice little email from dennis uh, a little explanation for kind of a downtrodden episode. And um, we do cover some stuff about Suspiria. And Suspiria is a dope movie. You guys should definitely check it out. Um, it's just so visually striking. It's hard to it's, it's hard to describe. If you've seen Suspiria, you know. If you haven't seen Suspiria, you got to. Um, anyway, uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. Um, 200 episodes is... What a, what an, you know, that's, that's an, an insane amount of content that we've, that we've put together over the last four years. Um, and I'm doing it with two of my favorite people in the world and they make me laugh even when I'm feeling like shit. And, um, you know, it's one of the more fun things I get to do. Just watch great movies and then talk about them. And then a friend that I haven't seen in so long is somewhere in the world and he's listening to it and he's laughing and it makes it feel like he's not that far away. So what a magic podcast this is. Um, and I feel really fortunate that, that I get to do it. So, uh, thank you for listening. Keep on ranting. Go on with the Suspiria. The Carpenter Rants. Hey everybody, welcome to TCR. Three nobodies discussing the masterworks of horror cinema and where those nobodies. I'm Caleb. I'm Doug. I'm Kendall. I'll tell you what I'm irritated about is that when you Google Suspiria, the remake comes up first. Yeah, more so than the the, uh, classic. Yeah, we're not talking about some, like, unheard of movie here. Like, everybody knows Suspiria. It's a widely beloved film. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, if you Google Suspiria, the first link on Google is Suspiria 2018 film. And then the second link is Suspiria. 
I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. Big Google's got their money, and maybe the since we're in America, we're googling it. It'll be like, oh, you want the American version? Oh, you know what? I could see that. That's yeah, I could see that as well. Because you know, if a country makes something that's successful, America's like, we got to do our own version. That's mm-hmm. why we have the Nazis right now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the American version is always shittier. (laughs) Oh, folks. It's going to be high energy tonight as uh, we wrap up our international series rant around the world. Uh, Last week's film, Troll Hunter, uh, seems to be the most popular of the bunch so people love trolls doug people love doug trolls they probably listened to 10 minutes of it they're like oh this asshole is doing most of the talking nope that's a way to ruin a movie i love asshole that was a fun episode that was a fun episode i'm saying more people have listened to that than have listened to the whole (laughs) any other episode this month I i don't know Pulled us out of a tailspin, Doug. People are like, I don't want to read a movie. And then I'm like, well, what if I just tell you what happened in it? And they're like, "Uh uh-uh, worse. (laughs) 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 What if some fat asshole Chris Farley's his way through the entire movie? Would you like it then? (laughs) Maybe. Slightly more. Oh jeez. <laughs> as I as I dive headfirst into my warm pool of depression, I decided to attack the audience in the in the intro to the episode. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why those numbers are down. I don't either. I guess I don't know. Maybe maybe it's summertime and everybody's like going out swimming catching covid it might be us calling them assholes weekly oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) well we're gonna win them back next month we'll see maybe Maybe we'll win them back tonight we're off to a strong start Uh, we probably already lost them (laughs) like you know what i miss those guys let me tune in hey same old called me an asshole They need to get sand out of the britches and go on somewhere. <laughs> they are grumpy. Oh, man. All right. Well, we're going to close out our uh, international limited series <laughs> with, uh, you know, just a real banger. And if uh, you didn't figure it out from when I was complaining about Wikipedia earlier, uh, tonight we're talking about Suspiria from 2018. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping one of us would accidentally watch it. <laughs> nope. I've tried I, watching it and I couldn't get through it. I bought it digitally when it came out and I was like, oh shit, I'm going to watch this, talk about it on the show. And that was two years ago, three years ago, three years ago. I still haven't watched it. It happened. <laughs> oh man. Man, still that movie was big time panned when it first came out, but now it has a cult following. Everything does. Yeah. That one came around quick, though. Usually things take 20 to 30 years. Yeah, the internet's just... only took three. The internet's just sped everything up. 
I reckon. Ugh. <laughs> All right. Ugh. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's my whole mood for tonight. All right. Well, strap in. Here comes Suspiria. <laughs> it's Italian. So, Mamma Mia, here we go. <laughs> Beefaroni. <laughs> Suspiria is actually Italian for beefaroni. <laughs> All right, Doug. Well, let's give some let's give these folks some fat deets about one of uh, the uh, most I don't know most revered uh, horror movies of all time. I well, sir. Suspiria, released February first, nineteen seventy-seven. Directed by Dario Argento, and written by Dario Argento. And Daria Nicolotti. Oh, that's not confusing. Nope. It's just an O and an I. I don't have the budget information, but all around, um, it brought in around $1.8 million. All right. I would say, if I'm just guessing... Mm-hmm. I would say it's probably in the ballpark of like what they spent on the original Halloween. You think so? Maybe a little more. Uh, but it just feels like, I don't know. It, it, I get that kind of vibe from it. Uh, you know, it's all on, it's all on sets and you know, there's not a ton of, I mean, there's some, there's some, makeup but not like a not too not a shit ton of it so i don't know i I would say maybe maybe three hundred fifty thousand to half a million dollars maybe i I would put it in maybe the million or two mark yeah because he he has a name he had a name by this time he had done three movies that were all successful so when he branched out and did his own unique shit which is this uh, they had granted him a lot of money. So now this Argento fella, yes, pretty popular. Mm-hmm. Kind of a big deal, I've heard. Yeah, kinda. I'm looking. I'm looking at his filmography to see if I've ever seen anything else that he's made. Uh, he started doing Jallo films, which is like Italian crime thrillers. Oh, okay. Uh, his first one is probably is regarded one of, if not the best Jallo film, was uh, The Bird with the Crystal Plumage. And they all have weird names like that, too. Wow, that is a heck of a name. Yeah, but yeah, he also did um, the other movies he did after that is The Cat of Nine Tails and Four Flies on Grey Velvet, which are another Jallo films, which all did really well. And then he came with Suspiria, which ramped his horror cred because everyone was blown away by Suspiria when it came out. Either you loved it or you hate it, but you're still like, wow, that was that was something to see. But he went on to do um there's a trilogy to Suspiria, which Suspiria is the first of three. And then he does other movies. There's uh Deep Red and Tenebra and Opera and Phenomenon. And um, he helped produce Dawn of the Dead for Torch Romero. He, he, he knows his shit. Yeah, I mean, 
I've seen this movie a bunch. I've never seen anything else he's made. I'm looking at it right now. Um, I would definitely check out Deep Red and Tenebra. Phenomena is... I own it. It's really fucking weird. And that's saying something. <laughs> um, It's... Uh, I, I think it's Jennifer Connelly's movie right after Labyrinth or maybe before. I'm, Ooh, I'm 85. Blanking, I'm blanking on the years. Phenomena is 85. A child, Jennifer Connelly, a child, Jennifer Connelly, joins forces with Donald Pleasance and the mm-hmm. chimpanzee oh. that tried to, solve, tried to solve a ring of murders by a guy that can control bugs. Well, hell. What a film. <laughs> Why didn't we watch that? <laughs> because it's not that great. Oh, okay. Even though what I just said sounds awesome. It's kind of hard to, to sit through. That's my opinion. Write in and tell me why you think Phenomena is great. Phenomena. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Phenomena. <laughs> I only know that John Travolta movie where he can like see into the future and stuff. That was phenomenon. Be a great double feature though. Well, all right. Well, it sounds like I need to watch some more. It sounds like I need to watch more Argento films because I've seen Suspiria a number of times, but I think it's my third time seeing it. Because I only saw it maybe fourth. I the first time I saw it was like right at the beginning of when we started doing this podcast. And I don't remember I think I said maybe I'd listened to a podcast about it and I was just like, oh, I need to see this. I've never seen it. Well, Suspiria is is highly regarded as his as his best film. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you, it's pretty amazing. I bought the um, I bought the new 4K Blu-ray that Synapse Films put out. Man, I bet that looks good. Oh man, it is beautiful. And I did that because it wasn't like it wasn't on iTunes or Amazon or anything. And I was looked it up, and I'm like, oh, this Blu-ray exists. And I was just like, you know what? I should own this movie. I need to own a copy of it. So I just went ahead and bought it. But it was worth it because, man, it is gorgeous. And there's tons of, like, special features on it that I may or may not ever see. But <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. But, uh, yeah, I watched that new 4K version. Just beautiful, man. All those colors just... Fun fact, this is the uh, the very last film that the company Technicolor did. Mm. Why? Because they used the colors up and they were they like, you know what? Off. They used the rest <laughs> of their colors. <laughs> they were just like, it'll never be more color than that. <laughs> yes, Technicolor, how much color do you have? I'll take all of it. <laughs> Who is this? this is Dario Argento. Technicolor's like, that'll do. That'll do. Let's tag it up. We've been looking for a <laughs> And this Italian son of a bitch just gave it to us. Let's, let's Somebody's go. like, what's that guy talking about? And like, we don't really know. I think he's shutting our company down. <laughs> Said he used all the color. I tried to tell him that's not a thing that happens, but. Just go with it. 
Frank Technicolor's yeah. been wanting out of the business for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Kendall, you expressed um, last week in a little teaser for this week that you weren't the biggest Suspiria fan, and I'm curious if uh, if that still holds true this week. Hell, I hate it more. <laughs> uh, I I am still not a Suspiria fan. I'm sorry, guys. I don't want to disappoint, right. but man, I had a hard time. What do you I, think I, of it? I completely understand someone saying that. It is a beautiful movie. And the score is incredible. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't like the movie. I don't it was just I don't know. I think it's boring to me. I don't know why. It's so pretty to look at, though. I wish I loved it. Because I'd like to look at it more, but I don't know. I just don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't want to. What a great great review. (laughs) I just don't want to. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. I wouldn't, I don't think it's boring, but it's not conventional. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is my ethnocentric views of media. Maybe I just can't appreciate an Italian film because I'm uncultured swine. I don't know. That's probably it. No, you, if you don't like something, you don't like something. It's, it's, it's all good. But you can blame it on the Italians if you want. Sure. <laughs> there was not enough spaghetti in this movie. <laughs> Hell, I didn't see uh, Mario or Luigi or a turtle to jump on or any of that shit. I didn't see one chef hat. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, no one had a bowl of gabagool. No one. Um, it is, well, I, the movie has a plot, kind of, um, it's just not really concerned with it for most of it. The, the, the point of the movie is, is that it's a sensation. You're it is. You're supposed to feel uncomfortable during the entire film. The, and the you do. The plot is not there to make sense. It's because you're in a living nightmare right now. And dreams don't often make sense. Well, it's a well, okay. So the plot is about this girl who goes to this dance school. And mm-hmm. guess what? It's run by witches. And tale as old as time. You <laughs> find out about the witches with like 20 minutes left to the movie. <laughs> like there is like if this That's movie in your face from the moment the movie it, starts, the score it, fucking tells you what you're in for. Which, which, yeah, no. As an audience member, you are, but I, our protagonist doesn't know anything about witches until like damn near the end of the movie. Like if this movie was made today, and I haven't seen the remake, but if this movie was made today, we'd have like ten to fifteen minutes of weird stuff happen. And then, like, 10 to 15 minutes of discovery that, oh, man, it's the witches. And then there'd be, like, you know, an hour of, like, trying to stop the witches or whatever. This movie's just like, by the way, there's witches. And now you've got 20 minutes left to figure out what you're going to (laughs) do. 
It was made the um, day the fucking school would be like Witch University. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. It just would. I it, I, I enjoy that though. Like uh, that's not a, that's not a critique for me. I I like the fact that it's narratively structured different than than how movies are made now. Um, and it is. Uh, I called it um, an assault on every sense that you can have yeah it is the score is you know there's like there's that like great little piece like i guess the theme of the film um yeah there's that you know it's got it's like it's got it's like halloween exorcist you know whatever else um theme but like gosh there's just pieces of the music where it's just like banging on instruments and like people moaning and it's just loud it's and it's just, yeah it is it's not like it's not moving you through the film at all and it's just it's wild man um it, it's just uncomfortable like it, it, i don't know it's it, it's an experience more i think than than i'm like than a movie you would watch, say, like, for entertainment's value. Like, I don't necessarily think it's entertaining. I think it's um, it's just... Yeah, most people... This ain't Little Giants. Most people ain't just gonna put it on <laughs> on fucking rainy afternoon. Unless, yeah, I mean, you're not... Suspiria's your favorite movie or something. Yeah, you're not, you're not having a party and you're like, all right, folks, we're throwing on Suspiria now. Everybody have a good time. It's... Um, I don't know. I enjoy it, but it is just from the beginning to the end. It's just like, uh, like uh, you just feel like the movie is assaulting you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the movie kicks off with, uh, you know, the, <laughs> I just, even the beginning when she's in the taxi cab and, She's like telling this guy where she's going. He's like, "What, huh?" And then she shows him a note, and then he repeats exactly what she had just said. Well, she's American, so yeah, that's true. Um, the decision to dub the film in English. Interesting. Was yours dubbed in English? Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't know if that was something weird that happened on this Blu-ray. No, that's an Italian thing. Italian movie makers don't um, record sound. Oh, oh, that's true. I've seen enough. And I've seen enough spaghetti westerns to know this. And edit it, they give it to the sound folks, and then they record their dialogue over all that shit. So that way, when they have to send it to another country, someone else can do it. They can do it in English. They can do it multiple times in different languages. That's just how yeah. Italians do it. Yeah, I've seen enough spaghetti westerns that I should have known this, but yeah, the it's just it's just crazy. It's got that thing where like literally the people sound like they they're not talking in the scene because they're not. Yeah. It's just like a guy in a room doing this one guy in a room doing every voice. Um so she gets to the school. It's raining. 
got this weird little intercom system and she's like hey i'm here i'm supposed to be in this school and they're just like come back later <laughs> like who i don't know no Susie. fuck off yeah never heard of you uh meanwhile some other girl runs out while this is happening and then we follow that girl and uh she leaves the school. She goes to uh, another lady's apartment apartment building. By the way, the set designs uh, elaborate. Like Very the, much so. The, the, the thing that shows like the floor number for the elevator, like it's like made out of crystal and it lights up all weird. It's like semi futuristic. Well, everything was supposed to be um, originally when this was written, all the characters were supposed to be children. And then the producers came in right before they started filming. And they're all like, people are going to get really fucking upset to see these kids brutally murdered the way you have written in this script. And Argento's all like, and he was like, we don't want you to do that. He was like, well, shit, what am I supposed to do? They're like, can it be 20 year olds? Maybe late teenagers. He was like, I'll see what I can do. And, he kept every aspect of the script the same, except uh, that's why some of the dialogue is real childish sounding. Mm. Like when that's... that one that one girl says, "Oh, your name is Susie." Um, that name starts with an S, like snake, and then the other girl <laughs> sticks her tongue out at her and shit, and it's a real weird yes. moment. It's because did... they, that was written for children. I did think that was weird, but then I was also just like, well, I'm not It Italian. works with the, well, it works with the, the nightmare logic that they're going with, too. It's just like this uneasy bullshit that's, that's happening. You're like, what? Yeah. I also just thought maybe I'm American and I'm just not used to how childish other countries speak, you know? No, but um, he went and redid some of the set pieces. He made the doorknobs higher, the ceiling super high. He's still... He didn't use kids, but he wanted to make them look small and, well, and you know, kid-like. Interesting. Because he was, he wanted this to be a, like a fairy tale. It's yeah. all based, it's it's not based, it's very influenced by fairy tales. Gotcha. Um, well, so she goes to this other lady's house and she's like, I had to get out of that school. You don't know what's going on there. And, you know basically this lady's like ah you're fine you just need to relax and um then you get that great uh gag with the the window super creepy um where she sees the eyes outside in the darkness Mm -hmm. and then that fucking arm like reaches in flies through and just grabs her Yes, it's like smashing her face. Now, this is I liked this part a lot because the lady that she's with, she starts running door to door, banging on all the doors, screaming, "There's a murderer!" And I don't know how she knows that, <laughs> um, but she heard a loud noise and assumed murder. Well, she can hear someone screaming and being attacked from the other room. Yeah, I guess she's just trying to get people's attention. She doesn't, from her perspective, she doesn't know for sure that there's a murderer in there. She's just trying to get someone's attention to come help. But nobody does, which is nope. 
Nobody crazy. Can. And this is this whole scene was really uncomfortable because she's just like banging on every door and the music is just insane and there's the screaming. That music and, slowly gets louder and more. And yeah. Louder. And it's just, it, I mean, everything that's happening is so uncomfortable and you're kind of waiting for uh, the release of something to happen. But what happens is... Um, you know, the girl's head comes to that glass, like stained glass ceiling. Well, the, the woman that was shouting for uh, for help and yelling murder is running down to like leave the building to go find some help because no one's answering her. Yeah. And then she looks up because she hears a noise. And that's where that, that other girl's head is sticking through the uh, like glass ceiling. Yes. Skylight, and then, whatever you want to call it. And then the whole like ceiling like shatters. And there's a noose like rigged up for her to like. Not really a noose. She was. It's like an electrical outlet. Yeah, something. Uh, or cord rather that she was kind of like tied to. It just kind of she fell and it turned into a noose. Yeah. And it hangs her. Oh, excuse me. Oh god. And it hangs her. And then, of course, the big shards of glass like fell into and just like destroyed that other lady the other girl yeah stabbed yeah. her through the thigh and in the shoulder and there's shards in her face yeah pretty gnarly mm -hmm. so they did her in hell they sure are they done been suspiriated <gasps> la, 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 la. <laughs> i thought you were about to start singing the offspring <laughs> <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> that score wouldn't have worked <laughs> that's how the opening credits should have started this isn't the faculty <laughs> I'm pretty sure that movie isn't or that song isn't that movie <laughs> Susie heads back to the school uh, when once the sun's out and the rain stopped, and uh, she's like, "Hey, I tried to get here last night, and somebody told me no." And they're acting like she's nuts, and they were also like, "You sh you were supposed to be here last night. We were waiting." <laughs> I like, came here. No one showed up. That's horseshit. Well, some girl came, ran out screaming. No, she didn't. Uh, we also see the blind gentleman with his. Uh, German Shepherd. Forget this guy's name. I don't know. You never, you know, I don't. Is it Daniel? Is that his name? <laughs> I believe so. He's the piano player for when they do for the, ballet yeah. practice and stuff. He's playing the music. Yeah. And I don't know what his dog's name is, but. Um, Suspiria. Spidey. <laughs> the dog's name is Suspiria. Uh, I just remember that that blind guy in um, Step Brothers, his dog's name was Cinnamon. And whenever the dog's acting up, he would just yell, Cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> just makes me laugh. <laughs> it's such a funny word to yell aggressively. <laughs> um, all right. Let's see. Uh I guess Susie takes a tour of the school. She meets, you know, some of the other some of the other people that work there and the other girls that attend the school there. Um, $50 yeah, is like a big, is like a, I don't know. It was just, everybody's kind of fixated on the, 
the amount of $50 for a minute here. Because that one chick tries to sell her dancing shoes for $50. And then her rent is like $50 a week or something. For 15 right? I thought she said 50 but maybe I'm wrong. Oh, all these girls are just hustling. They need some money. Yeah. <laughs> Kendall, were you about to say something? Um. Oh, I think I was just going to say how spooky that Miss Tanner woman just looks. This movie could have just been a static shot of her face with the score, and I would have been cool with that. <laughs> she looks like... um like a spirit Halloween animatronic. She is, she's upsetting. <laughs> she does not look human. She looks like a fucking robot with human skin glued to it. That's a real person. I'm really sorry to that person. <laughs> oh, she's probably she's dead probably by now. Dead or in hell. She's scary looking. <laughs> R.I.P. Um, Weird looking. Yeah, I don't really remember. Like, it's just a lot of her, like, meeting people and kind of, like, moving through this. I don't really remember, like... She's getting the feel for everybody there. She, you know, it's, she's classic fish out of water. She's just American. She's around with all these European girls. They're super blunt and rude to her. And she's all like, well, I never. Yeah, I'm American. Excuse me, I'm an American citizen. <laughs> it's. I think that's just a little jab, you know. American comes over to europe and they're all like well everyone will love me i'm an american and that's not the case dear nah bitch eat these maggots <laughs> yeah that line was in the movie but they took it out yeah <laughs> nah bitch um yeah so uh school gets all filled up with maggots before that i need to point out real quick um, I just found fun in this movie where I could. I'm sorry, but this girl painting her fingernails really aggravated the shit out of me. That's the worst technique I've ever seen. That's the European technique. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But go on. The girl that called them snakes or whatever. And then don't know how to paint her damn nails. Mind your business, woman. <laughs> Well, they're trying to get her, the the head of the school is comes up to Susie and they're all like, um, yeah, you can stay with, what's her name, the snake girl, but it'll be like $50 a week. She's like, um, okay. And they're all like, you have a problem with that? She's like, no, I'm good. And they're all like, you can't afford it, can you? She's like, yeah, I can just, what? I'll go over there. That's fine. They're like wanting to like make her argue. Yeah, everybody's like, like everybody's cool super aggressive. Yeah. And she's kind of like demure, I guess is the word. They're just trying to see what they can get out of her. Yeah, if they're gonna if she's gonna take any of their shit or not. Um she also um well, she also gets kicked out of that girl's apartment. But I don't remember why. I don't know. And she has to stay at the school, but then there's like maggots everywhere, and then everybody has to like sleep in like that. Well, she gets sick and she wakes up back at the school. Yeah. It's just a way to trick them to get her back into the school. Yeah. 
And then the maggots make everybody have to sleep. Oh, God, I'm sorry. The maggots make everybody have to sleep in the same room. Yeah, maggots literally start raining from the ceiling. And they go up to the attic. And there's like crates and crates of spoiled meat in the attic for some fucking reason. And well, where do you keep like, your spoiled meat? In my basement. Oh, yeah. But it was all like, what? And the audience is like, what? And Argento's like, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so they... So now now everybody's sleeping in... I guess it's like the cafeteria. I don't really know. Or in the dance hall area. Mm -hmm. And they have like big curtains set up. So it's like a big slumber party. Susie's there. She's talking to her new friend, and um, basically, she's all like, "Yeah, the head, the real head of this school is supposed to come in sometime and observe us, but she's not here yet." But right behind them is the figure of the head of the school, which you haven't been introduced to yet. But she's yeah. there, and she's making these weird snoring noises. That's real off-putting. She's got sleep apnea. Yeah, Italian <laughs> apnea. <laughs> Sleep apnea. I was waving my hands. Sorry to the Italian people. I could hear it. Um, yeah, that was strange because she's like, I think she's right there, but I'm like, you haven't met her, and we haven't met her, so I don't know how you knew that was her. But again, this movie's all just like a. No, they never said that she is right there. She just was right there. Yeah, but I thought the girl. I thought Susie said she's. I think I, I thought I thought Susie said I think I saw her. Anyway, yeah, I don't know the whole the movie's very confusing. Um, if you're trying to follow plot, because it's really just like imagery like strung together. Um, until you get to the big reveal. Um, we find out that Sarah's the one. Sarah is Susie's friend, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we find out that Sarah's the one who wouldn't let her in the door that night that it was raining. Mm-hmm. Um, something creepy's afoot. Yeah, and then and everyone who catches wind of it gets killed. And then, like Susie keeps, I guess she's being poisoned because every time she eats or drinks or whatever, she's like, she just gets real sleepy. <laughs> Yeah, she is because she has that thing of red wine and like she dumps it in the sink and it looks like blood. Yeah. So it, it stains could be some the sink. sort of like curse or something that they're they're brewing up and dumping in her, her food and drink. <laughs> the word dump made me yeah. laugh because I'm 35. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I think they're they're slipping or something. So she's just getting you know, she's getting real sleepy and passing out. And there's the the scene where Sarah's like trying to wake her up, but somebody's coming. So she leaves her there, but then Sarah ends up like falling out of that window and all that razor wire. Yeah. That razor wire. That shit was was crazy. Mm -hmm. They took all the barbs and razors off of that wire. But when they filmed that scene, that girl got cut the fuck up by just that bare wire. I imagine the worst day of her acting career. I mean, dude, when she was like stuck in it, like I was uncomfortable because it just she kept getting more and more tangled in it, and it just was freaking me out. 
Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I didn't like it at all. Um, man, I, man, I'm having a really hard time like recap, like talking about this movie because it's so. Um, it's more of an experience, man. You just yeah, have to watch it. I yeah, I'm like, I I'm just having a hard time just explaining. <laughs> what's great about it everything is or so, how to even describe so it off-putting and beautiful at the same time yeah the, that's the color scheme is insane in this flick like yeah, they rigged the up a new lighting system for this they use normal lights but the um, cinematographer who god i'm blanking on his name and i will find it here in a second to give credit where credit is fucking due but he rigged up like this color cloth to put over these lights so he can get the lights right on them and it wouldn't be so fucking hot and that's how he caught some of that shit you know Luciano Tobley him yeah the problem with like describing this movie is that like you know it's kind of it's kind of hard to describe and everything is kind of a a nightmare sequence but it's so beautiful that like I can't do it any justice like you really have to see it Good night, everybody. Yep. <laughs> I'm trying to see what else he what else he shot. He, in 1978, he shot Bye Bye Monkey. <gasps> that was him? <laughs> <laughs> trying to see. Trying to see if they ever lured him over to the States to do anything. Doesn't look like it. Looks like he He made a movie called Mario, Maria, and Mario. Hmm. Oh my god. He did Tenebrae. <laughs> Doug. What? He's the cinematographer on Monkey Trouble. Holy shit. <laughs> That's why that movie's so oddly beautiful. <laughs> he, he shot Monkey Trouble. Wow. Good shit. Oh, they was somebody saw Bye Bye Monkey and they were like, "All right, we're running it back." Well, that had the um, <laughs> uh, an Italian director apparently who was like friends with him, so that's why Monkey Trouble did. Yeah, interesting. Wow, I <laughs> amazing. He also did something else. Just like Murder by Numbers. If you've ever seen that there's a monkey in that movie too is that sandra bullock yeah i think i have seen that yeah it's not great anyway man now now we got a monkey trouble connection don't we always <laughs> um all right uh susie let's see susie meets with that old man at one point and he's the one that's just like that school's run by witches <laughs> yeah heads up yeah <laughs> um and then you get the whole sequence where she sneaks back into the school and um she like catches them doing their fucking witchy shit <laughs> and uh, and then she finds the the headmistress lady who that she had a weird Elena name. Marcus. Yes, and 
Oh man, she was kind of fucked up looking too, but not as fucked up looking as that uh, the chick who comes out with like the glass in her eyeballs and stuff. Yeah, that was her friend that fell on the razor wire. Yeah, that was super. Not, those were needles in her eyes. Oh, I couldn't tell what it was, but it was fucked up looking. We're jumping over a bunch of shit, but you find out that these witches have the power to possess the living and the dead to make the living. They can do whatever they want. That's the the blind guy. He gets attacked by his CNI dog. Gets his throat yes. ripped out. Oh man, that scene was crazy. Yeah, we're we're jumping. We're not doing this film justice. It's tough, man. It's really hard. Like, yeah, the dog scene was insane. Um, yeah the um the the blind piano player has a CNI dog who he he ties up outside while he's doing his thing, and then comes back out and gets him. But the dog somehow gets loose and attacks the uh, headmistress of the school, her nephew. Yes. So they're all like, "You son of a bitch! You, you, you did all this. We gotta let you go. Fuck off!" And oh like, man, I did no such thing. He has a classic meltdown. And, he and goes leaves. off. He also says he was like, "I'm blind, but I'm not deaf." And <laughs> the, the the lady fucking gives him a a, a weird look. And that was him saying, look, I heard some shit. I know there's some fucking weird shit going mm, on in this school. Gotcha. And I will tell people about this because you're fucking me over. So that's why they possessed his dog and killed him. I didn't I didn't pick up on that. I thought he was just bragging about how good his hearing was. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> But it, later that night, they cut to him walking home at night, and he's in this this courtyard or some some I don't know yeah. exactly where. There's some beautiful fucking buildings. Yeah, but um, he's hearing all this crazy shit. It sounds like um something's flying around him, and then there's like weird roars and screaming, like faint off in the distance, and then all of a sudden how the camera is running around you think something from the sky is going to attack him but he's, he's up looking around the dog is also looking around and all of a sudden the dog just jumps and fucking rips his throat rips out his throat and out just eats him and these what I thought are all like what the fuck and they come running over what i thought was really charming did. what i thought was really charming is when the dog saw the cops coming he ripped out of there he was like nah <laughs> i got warrants yeah, <laughs> it's my third strike. <laughs> um, yeah, man, that scene is that scene is awesome. There's so many awesome scenes. I don't know. It's hard to even to like describe because, like, even that you're just like, he's in this place, and it's beautiful. I mean, you just gotta see it. Like, <laughs> you just have to watch the spirit and be able to understand. Like these all sound like random ass scenes thrown together, and they kind of are. But they are when they you are. But when you see the way they're executed and staged, and the set design, and the lighting, and the cinematography, I mean, it's just it's incredible. It does sound there is a a chronology to this, if that's a word. Um, everything goes in order. Everything kind of makes sense if you think about it. But yeah, like I said. This is more of a sensation. You have to watch this to feel all the shit that's going on. It's the sound. It's the lighting. It's every aspect except the plot. 
That's that's it's threadbare at best. You don't really need it. You're here. This is a roller coaster. You're here to feel all the feels, hear all the hears, see all the sees. <laughs> hear all the you heard me. I love it. Uh, I mean, I mean, again, we could, if we're not the people to explain this, we're not. We didn't go to film school for twenty years and all that kind of no. shit. You just, <laughs> just like movies. <laughs> Somebody got held back a couple of years at film school. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's um I enjoy it because again, if this and now they made an American one, I didn't see it, so maybe this didn't happen. But like again, if this was an American movie, it'd be like the plot would be just chugging along, and you know there'd be some creepy shit happening in the school, over and details, just, and you'd just plot. be watching it like you know like a like a standard movie but like this is like not concerned with really being um like a story it's just concerned with unsettling the audience and i think that's yeah, really its main objective is to make you uncomfortable yeah and so that's achieved by crazy camera angles and the score being really aggressive and things not looking the way you expect them to or happening in a way you would expect them to the color palette it makes the whole thing look yeah like a cartoon yes it's it, it's dope dude i, Which, I mean uh, the cinematographer watched snow white and the seven dwarves and was like i think i can do this in real life and then he did mm -hmm. it's it, it's pretty incredible to watch i'm I don't know. I, I I'm having a hard time describing it because it's so um, unique, extremely unique. Yeah. But Susie ends up back there. She confronts the head witch of uh, the dance hall or whatever. The head witch of the dance. Yes, the head witch of the dance hall, which is my Hardy Boys uh, <laughs> novel that's coming out in a couple. Of <laughs> And uh, they get into a scuffle. And man, she just kills that witch outright. Stabs her in the neck with, well, she, with some scissors. She turns invisible. She was invisible to begin with. But the light hit it just right. She saw that <laughs> oh, silhouette. And that's when she shoved those scissors in her throat. Yeah. And then when she and then when she became visible, she was like all gray and so like super fucking, gnarly. Yeah. Yeah. She, she was like a zombie. Too. Yeah. Or like some evil dead type shit. Yes. This this would be before Evil Dead, correct? Yes. Okay, so Sam Raimi definitely loved Suspiria. <laughs> More than likely, yes. Because there's like some, because there's like some camera stuff and some makeup stuff that was definitely inspired. Um. Yeah, man. She kills the witch. Um. And then I feel like the credits happen pretty abruptly. Now, Susie walks out of there knowing that she is vanquished evil. So she has a yes. smile on her face. Everything's going to be okay. And then the credits roll. Yeah. And you can take whatever you want from it. Uh, a popular theory is that Susie is like a white witch and she didn't know mm -hmm. it until she vanquished uh, Helena Marcus. And then like her powers and all her stuff are like coming into to being 
And she's all like, everything's going to be all right. Let's go, let's go kick some evil ass. That's interesting because I don't get that from I didn't get I didn't read it's just a, yeah. it's just a fan theory. I didn't read of, that at all. Whatever the fuck you want to this, and Dario Argento will be all like, "Yep, okay, yep, mm-hmm, that's yep." If that's what you want it to be, that's what it is. Because he basically just wanted to make an old school fairy tale. You take whatever life lesson you take out of it and apply it to your life how you will. Okay, well, I will not be learning dance in Italy. That's the life lesson I learned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kendall's in, life uh, lesson was, was that... Uh, it took place in Germany. This takes place in Germany? Yes. Jesus Christ. How did I not know that? <laughs> it's like... It's, it's part of, like, a uh, little monologue at the very beginning, right? Yeah, it's in a weird... <laughs> area that's like in between germany austria and switzerland mm. the life lesson that kindle took from this was to not watch suspiria anymore <laughs> look i completely 1000 percent understand why someone would not like this movie and i really i don't hate this movie first off i am really exhausted today so i'm just maybe i'm not in the greatest space to be watching a movie but um it's just it's not it wasn't a movie for me it was like a string of really cool things to look at and listen to just compiled together this doesn't make sense as a movie for me yeah sometimes on this show we watch stuff that's just stuff thrown together that's not really a movie sometimes it's halloween five but you know (laughs) I'll take it. <laughs> you just like watching him. You just like watching him go down that that <laughs> that <laughs> river. That <is> fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I I mean, I I get it. This movie's again. I it's not a conventional movie, so I understand. But that's kind of what I dig about it. Because I've seen this, I've seen this kind of thing done so many times, where it's just like the new kid comes to the school and the school's on it, and the teachers are evil, and the kids are gonna stop it, and you know, I mean, it's just it, we've seen that kind of movie happen so many times, but to watch this and it's just like just a barrage of just incredible scenery and just uncomfortable camera shots and a score that just is just making you miserable while you're watching it. I don't know. It's just, it, it's, it, yeah, the it's main definitely theme gets played a lot and it's so haunting, but beautiful at the same time. Yeah. What bothers me more is like the, the pieces of the score that are just like just banging on instruments and, people like moaning like over it and it's just it's wild it's an uncomfortable movie to watch yeah but i love it for all those crazy reasons yeah and it's it's very uh very violent and uh, pulls no punches with the gore and the the murders that's another uh, italian horror trait 
I was about to uh, say that's an Italian thing. Those those the murders in in these horror films are fucking mean. Yeah, but they're like also cartoonish at the same time because yes. of yes. just so they're over the top, bright like, red blood. How everything is shot and how it's presented to you—it's just so mean. Yeah, this is uh, I don't know. It's a complicated movie. Yeah, we need the people to talk about it. Glad I brought oh, it up. Glad we covered it. <laughs> yeah, I feel so like I, I don't know. I feel like sometimes I let a movie down, and but I just don't. I mean, I Same. really don't. We, I think we really let this one down. But like, I honestly, uh, I don't. I ain't qualified to talk about this movie. It's good. Check it out. Well, sometimes it's just. I don't know, dude. What a, Troll Hunter, pretty easy to talk about. Guy hunts trolls. Like yeah, We can't really... I can't really explain art films to you. Yeah, you, you just gotta see it. All I can tell you is how it made me feel. And it made me feel uncomfortable. And it made me feel like... It's... You're like, it's it. scary. Yeah. You're anxiety-ridden. Anxiety You're freaked yes. out. You're over like overstimulated but it's like a ride once you're once it's over i was like i think i want to do that again yeah and it's scary because you just aren't comfortable ever during it uh i really respect it and it's tough for me to watch a movie that makes me like super uncomfortable like because i'm just so jaded and used to everything and so when I when I sit back and I watch something that I've seen before and it can just get under my skin, you know, it's just that's Suspiria. That's really good. I highly recommend it. And that's Suspiria. Yeah, that's Suspiria. I highly recommend it. I highly recommend you get this 4K Blu-ray copy that I got cuz it is just a feast Man, for the eyes. Super beautiful. I have a fucking first generation DVD of it, and it still looks good. Yeah, I mean, it's just a beautiful movie. Whatever presentation of it is going to be fantastic, but um, I would love to see it theatrically. Yeah, that'd be a real good one to watch. Because I think it had, I think it would have to be, it would be so immersive and like everything that I mean, I felt all that discomfort on my couch. So I'm just, I'm thinking about having that score being piped in the surround sound on the the screen and the the sound system. Yeah, that'd probably be a little overbearing. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to imagine people seeing this movie in a movie theater in the '70s, and it's. Excuse me, it had to have been a nightmare. Well, that's what he wanted to get out of it. Well, folks, we did it. We talked about Suspiria. <laughs> <laughs> um, if your favorite movie ever is Suspiria, I'm sorry. We didn't do it right. Yeah, I'm sure, write, but... us, write us a micro little thesis on it, and we'll just say it word for word, and we'll credit you and be like, this guy or gal gets it. Listen to what they have to say. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's 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 pretty powerful. It's a powerful one. I, I highly recommend you check it out. If you haven't, just be ready. It's it's uh it's not conventional. 
And that's a good thing, in my opinion. Yeah. Shake it up, baby. Twist and shout. All right. Well, not with a bang, but with a whimper. <laughs> Our international <laughs> series has come to an end. Um, I'm glad we did this. We should do it more, though the audience numbers don't suggest that that's true. But you know what? I don't <laughs> care. I want to watch some more uh, international films and talk about them because um, we watched some really good ones. And if you missed them, they are in the archives, folks. You need to go check those out. Please do. I was going to suggest we do an Italian Horror Month, but the way we're trying to talk about Suspiria, I don't think we should. <laughs> well, I don't think there is. We, we, I mean, we, uh, we watched, um, we watched another Italian horror movie for this. We watched Zombie. We did, didn't we? And that was easy to talk about. Yeah. So I, I think Suspiria is just kind of kind of a difficult thing to describe. Like if you can't look at Suspiria, it's really hard for me to tell you like what, what what's going on and what it looks like. Suspiria and zombie are two different things. Yeah, they were. <laughs> <laughs> what was that other movie that we saw at Late Night Grindhouse? Uh, Burial Ground. <laughs> now that was easy to talk about. <laughs> yeah. this shit was wild um anyway uh so we're gonna leave international horror behind for now we may return one day um but doug why don't you tell everybody what we are getting into next week in our brand new limited series found timber (laughs) (laughs) no no next uh september we are going to be covering um it's going to be kind of a family affair in September. Yeah, We're going to uh, dive into the the world of spooky animation, claymation, whatever-mation, in a little series I like to call Ranimation. And we're going to kick it off with Caleb's pick, which is Coraline. Yes. So y'all grab the kids, gather around the the uh, cell phone, and we'll talk to them, say a bunch of words they shouldn't hear about maybe some of their favorite flicks. Yeah. Tons of really great um, animated horror movies. Um, and uh, we're going to highlight that all September long. It's going to be fun. Kicking it off with Coraline based on the Neil Gaiman book of the same name. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty creepy mm-hmm. uh, for your kids. So um, check it out. I, I'm excited because, uh, you know, I can actually watch these movies with my family as opposed to trying to uh, sneak them in whenever everybody's asleep. Though I showed Grayson Suspiria and I, I don't think he'll ever be right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do next time he's acting real bad. I'm like, all right, just sit down and watch this period. I'm gonna fuck your shit up. <laughs> this is what happens when you argue with daddy. You gotta go to this school. Oh, oh man, and you can have the goblin score like play just randomly in his room when he's trying to sleep. <laughs> yes. I can tape some eyes to the outside of his window. Yeah. 
Well, let's hope it doesn't come to that. <laughs> um. All right. Well, that is our international month. I don't know if I don't have any. I don't have any news for the week. Oh, they're making a new Salem's Lot. There you go. Rebooting it? Yeah. Is it going to be for like a streaming service or does be a short version that's going to be on the big screen? Because I I don't see them putting a three-hour movie on the big screen. Isn't that movie almost four hours? Three and a half? Yeah. Let's see. New Line Cinema. Gary Doberman. Okay. What's uh, old Gare Bear doing? Attached to write the script. I guess he wrote It, The Nun, and Annabelle Comes Home. Mm. Hmm. James Wan's producing it. Yeah. There you go. That's exciting. <laughs> All right. High energy here. Um, all right. Well, how about some rants recommends? What y'all got to recommend to the fine folks? Nothing. Mm. You know, I got a I got a couple things. Good. We need something. <laughs> I'm gonna recommend the Doug reminded me of this last week and it came in handy today. The uh the Halloween channel, the free horror Roku channel. Um because of it, I was able to watch Suspiria with no ads or anything for free. The Halloween channel. That's a good channel. I don't know how they're getting away with all that shit on there, but there's a bunch of just B and C movies on there, but there's some really good um, cult classic shit on there, like uh, Popcorn and Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things and uh, just shit like that. What is Popcorn? Popcorn is a lot of this weird shit that takes place in the movie theater. It's been a while since I've seen it, but uh, it's one of those uh, you just got to see it type of movies. Gotcha. Uh, so yeah, that Roku channel. Uh, also, I watched a documentary called uh, Nine to Five: The Story of a Movement. Uh, so it's about the the movement that inspired that movie. Um, and yeah i'd recommend it. it's about women in the workforce um that's a really good watch and you're also recommending nine to five i oh i've never seen nine to five that's oh that's, that's really good. bad but i've never seen it i need to i want to good movie yeah it is good yeah the documentary nine to five the story of movement is really great that's all I got. Right on. Um, I rewatched the invitation, but that's been that's been well covered here. But I'll recommend it again. Good flick. Is it good? Have you seen that movie? Um. Hmm. Remind me. It sounds very familiar. About, it's about the dinner party with these people who in a cult. Yeah, I thought we covered it on the show, did we not? Yeah, I I, I watched it and recommended it. Uh, you watched and recommended it. 
uh, after my recommendation. It's we've talked about it a couple times. Oh, I thought we I thought we did like a full on episode about it. No, we were considering it for our Colts episode, but we did a mm. uh, series, but we didn't do it. Uh, basically, these people get an invite to some old friends. Uh, one of the dude that's co- uh, was invited. It's his ex wife, and they're trying to um, move uh, move past a tragedy. Yeah, they had a tragedy that happened, and uh, the big thing of it is is that they invite all these people they haven't talked to in a in a hot minute over to join this cult, and they yeah. find out that they're joining the cult, and it um it comes off kind of funny and they're all like no this is all silly but it gets dark and fucked up real quick and that's a and it's a and really it's, good movie and it's got logan marshall green in it star of upgrade and who was the um yeah who was the director on that it was someone of note karen kusama and what is she doing she's doing dracula for blumhouse that's right, that's right. she also did jennifer's body uh well, she could do a good slow burn because of the invitation, and that's what Dracula kind of needs. So, dude, I'd be interested in watching that. I love the invitation. I just watched it again today. It's a great and flick. Yeah, just it's it's cover. I've never seen it. I will definitely be watching it though. Sounds up my alley. I saw it's, it on Netflix a while back. I don't know if it's still yeah, there or not. I don't, I don't think it is. It kicks ass though. You know, I'm gonna look up where I can stream it on uh, Just Watch. My handy dandy app for just that. I still use that. I use that every week to see if I have to pay for the movie that we're watching. You know, I don't use it if I'm at home because Roku has a super handy search thing where Roku has one of the best search engines. So good. But if I'm not at home, I will look up someone just watching a heartbeat. We have a Roku here, but I don't, I don't ever use it. Uh, let's see. It's on Amazon and a couple other apps. Well, Amazon and Vudu. Yeah. Anyway, it. it rips. I highly recommend the invitation. I love it. I'll be watching it. Now, now I want to watch Upgrade again because I yeah. just... I. So Ooh, I love uh, we covered love, the archives, folks. Yeah, I love Logan Marshall Green. I think he should be in more stuff. I, that guy is just fantastic. And I don't, he's not in enough stuff. I don't know what he's got to do. He keeps turning in fantastic performances. He should be in many more films. But who am I? I don't know. All right. Uh, Well, that's all I've got. Well, happy 200th episode. Oh, my gosh. Gosh. This is the most low-energy episode. (laughs) Jesus Christ, I forgot. (laughs) We were thinking about what to do. We thought about doing another commentary, doing something special. And then I said, wait, wait, wait. What if we put out the most underwhelming coverage of Dario Argento's Suspiria? That'll be... No, perfect. International Horror was my idea, wasn't it? So y'all can blame Yeah. Me. Oh, man. I forgot this was the 200th episode. I was going to, like, 
have so much energy. I'm just not having a good day. It's all good. It's not. We'll the do something fault. special for 250, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Just or kick that can down the road. <laughs> <laughs> just pick it up and just chunk it. We'll get to it when we get to it. One of these days we'll do something special. Yeah, we've been doing this. Um, we've been doing this for 200 episodes. Yeah, almost four years. That's, That's coming up, up soon man. too. That is so crazy. Yeah, next month. That's so wild. Well, do you have a favorite episode that we've done? No. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. I have I have kind of a favorite moment so that's part of an episode of I mean duh it's part of an episode I'm asleep. <laughs> Is it when we talked about Suspiria and couldn't do it? <laughs> <laughs> I still like I, I kick myself with how fucking dumb I am, but that shining episode where I talked about how I, I thought Stephen King and Stephen Hawking were the same person. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, when he had something smart to say, he would use his wheelchair. Oh my god. Uh, this was a real uh, belief that I held as a child. <laughs> and she found out that they weren't on that episode. So oh, you're gonna wanna episode. you're gonna wanna listen. Man, the shining was <laughs> such a good episode. I don't remember. I'll have to listen to it. I just listened to um I was texting you guys about it, but I just listened to the Maximum Overdrive episode, which was just so much fun. Completely the opposite of this episode. Um, Were we zooted Max- for that episode? The Maximum Overdrive episode was fucking just hilarious. But Maximum Overdrive is a film that uh, you know produces a certain type of energy when you watch it, so... Um, that one, I would recommend listening to that one. Um, obviously the TCR goes to camp. Still one of my favorite things we've done. The Friday the 13th series. I think one of the best things we did that gets looked over is, um, us talking about the evil dead franchise. Yeah. I liked doing that a lot. In fact, I don't know if I've ever, I don't know if I've ever listened to those since I've mixed them. So and uh our deep dive into the Halloween franchise too was fun because a lot of us hated most of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a hard time. That that was a <laughs> that's fun to listen to now, but I remember in the weeks that we were doing that just being miserable every weekend. And the Stephen King series got that way too. Like I, I, you listen to those, and we bit like, off oh. more than we could chew with that one. Yeah, we're, like, we're we gonna do every awesome. Stephen King movie ever, and we should have just done like you know twelve. <laughs> Did that take us nine months to get it, through? And then we just we said fuck it, and we just cut and the ones we wanted to do so we can get out. Yeah, that. That went on for too long, and I think we, yeah, it was a little brutal. And a lot of those Stephen King adaptations are not great. But when you listen to the episodes now, I think they're fun because we're just having fun making fun of stupid stuff. But I, I remember specifically like dreading every week, like what we were gonna have to watch and what, <laughs> what I was gonna have to get through. <laughs> um, but a lot of those are, a lot of those are really fun. 
and then uh oh you know what was great was our 90s series yeah that we one covered was some good. really some good flicks with that one that was fucking... <laughs> <And> then... <laughs> um man that was good you guys should just go check that stuff out. Don't don't listen to this episode. This was <laughs> they're not listening to this this month anyway. So yeah, they're, you know what? Good good for you. Um, but yeah, we we had we were going to try to get something done for two hundred of some sort of extravaganza. We did a commentary for uh, Nightmare on Elm Street for our hundredth episode. Check that out in the archives. Um. But nothing just came to fruition. Caleb had a new kid. The world's on fire. Yeah. Uh, you know, Kendall lives 300 plus miles away from us. It's, yeah. It was just hard to get everything set. But um, we'll, we're going to try to get some other things out this year. Hopefully a big one out this year that we kind of wanted to do for the 200 episode. But maybe, maybe not. I'm not promising anything. And they're not. Thanks for and, listening. And, and no one will hear that promise anyway, so don't worry. <laughs> We're getting John Carpenter. He's coming on, guys. It's just some guy named, I found named John Carpenter. He works at 7 yeah. <laughs> Eleven. He spells it with a K. <laughs> the K's in John, by the way. You figure out where. <laughs> the K is silent, idiot. <laughs> Um, yeah, man, 200 episodes. I'm, I'm pretty impressed by that. That's a lot. That's yeah, a don't lot forget about time. the old school, the OG John Carpenter stuff. That's how we, that's why we started. Man, there's some good shit in there. There's some silly shit. <laughs> I, I went back and listened to one of the originals with just me and Caleb, and um, it's different, but the same at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> well. It's a little more structured now. <laughs> we didn't even have segments back then. It was just like it was just talking about the movie and then tangent, 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 talk about the movie, tangent. You know, there was no like I, I don't know. But it was fun. I I, I still like that, but we don't go on such long tangents anymore. We go no. on moderate tangents. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a bit more structured now, but yeah, that that was fun, man. I I love those old episodes. It all started because of Johnny C. So you have him to blame for this Suspiria episode. If he had made so many great movies, Doug and I would have never done this. Yeah, thanks, John Carver. What's your dude? <laughs> this is on you. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and just a big shout out to the Carpenter Shop. Uh, they didn't make, they didn't make it 200 episodes. Sure did. <laughs> I've been waiting to get to episode 200 to say fuck you. To say fuck you. Guys were like we weren't competition. <laughs> they said they still don't know we exist. No. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, well, to everybody who's been, um, if you've been, if you've been on the 200 episode journey, thank you. That's exciting. Thank you, much appreciated. Thanks for listening to us. 
talk nonsense. Yeah, and if you're new, my God, there's 200 of these <laughs> that you can dig through. Um, just, you know, what I think is fun is you can just look for mo- What I do, if I find like a new movie podcast and they have, let's say, 100, 200 episodes, um, I'm not going to listen to all of them, but what I will do is I scan, you know, the titles. Yeah, I'm like, oh, shit, they talked about, you know, this or that. Monkey trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so there's 200 of these we have covered some really great stuff some really not great stuff um we've had really great episodes about really not great movies and we've had really not great episodes about really great movies tonight is case in point (laughs) um (laughs) but uh there's something for everybody and uh we do a new series every month um which has been a really cool format and that has kept it fresh and I don't know. It's been it's been fun, and we got two hundred of these in the bag. Pretty pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And we're just gonna keep going. Yeah, try and stop us, <laughs> please. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm staying. Try and stop us, please, dear God. Uh well, I've enjoyed it. <clears throat> if you've been listening, I hope you've enjoyed it um yeah thank you big time doug where can they get in touch with us well that would be carpenterrantspod at gmail.com we've had that email for four years and maybe it's been used three times (laughs) it it got used in that first year and then it did (laughs) when it was new exciting kept it hot and then they (laughs) said fuck us and well, once once their Tom and Carrie spinoff show got hot, they just that's right. They they forgot about Dre. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, on <clears throat> Facebook and Instagram, just search the Carpenter Rants podcast and uh, like us, follow us, subscribe, all that crap. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Wherever you find podcasts, we will be there. Subscribe, share it, tell your friend. Much appreciated. We do appreciate it. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, that's going to wrap up International Horror Rant Around the World. Uh, next month, Ranimation, kicking it off with Coraline. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We got some, We got some good stuff lined up. So... Uh, thank you for listening. We've been the Nobodies. I'm Caleb. I'm Doug. I'm Kendall. And for the 200th time, keep on ranting. Oh, I just thought of another moment that I I really liked in the camping series. (laughs) When we have the conversation and I'm like... (laughs) And I'm like, I think I'm going to say something like, hey, camper." And then Doug fucking has a meltdown. <laughs> like he just laughs so hard that he coughs and then he coughs so hard that he gets dizzy and then it's just Oh, that was a really funny moment. That for real though, that fucking you guys were making me laugh so hard in that um Maximum Overdrive episode is I highly recommend it. <laughs> I don't even remember it, so I'm going to go back and listen to it when I get free time. You should. It was a good one. All right. Keep on reading. Bye.
Keith Kendall's yawning at the end. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Carpenter Rants. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podbean. And Spotify. <laughs>